with my brother Adam Rezovic. Yes. Always great to have you here. Always, always good to see you. Always good spending, great spending time with you. Likewise, likewise. It's always great to be here and uh, just try to take all this positive vibes I'm getting from you and the crew here. It's always the same, you know. Um, it's, it's it's interesting. Like this, uh, we come from the same roots, so it's not too surprising. But you know, when I come to your academy, I feel like. Uh, that similar authentic vibe of being in Brazil and uh, you know, being in a room of people who just love what they do and trying to keep things uh, authentic. Uh, there's something uh, therapeutic about it. There's something about um, just uh, helping me stay balanced and uh, yeah, it's like a therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, man. Thank you for building this and uh, inspiring guys like me to do something. You know. Thank you, man. Thank you for. Your example, like we're, you know, I feel like we're, we're the same, you know, like you're my brother, your family, like, you know, your gym has the same vibe. You guys are 100% about building the, your community, helping people reach, be their best, right? Mm -hmm. And so thank you for all the work that you do. Our friendship, you know, being a man of integrity and just, you know, man, being a great person, you know, and we, have, we always have fun. It's, it's always great times, you know, so. Yeah. Thank you for coming out. It's it's really an honor, you know, always yeah, to be I able to spend time with you and, you know, yeah. have our students come, you know, to sh share time with our, our students. And, you know, I hope to go to Chicago one of these days soon when hopefully things open up more, right? Yeah, I was looking forward <laughs> to you coming uh, for the TACFIT. The TACFIT, right. We're supposed to go and do a, a, a Think Flow Fit and TACFIT certification at your gyms. Yeah, that was your right gym. before the pandemic started, right. I think, right? Right, right. You know, like right before. Yeah. But yeah, I was looking forward to it because uh, the last, uh, you know, I mean, you st I started to feel it, you know, probably 10 years in, mm. you know, if you're putting in like five hours, five days a week in training and you don't have anything that's like, you know, to strengthen the joints, doing some mobility training or some type of systematic recovery. Mm. It's just a matter of time before you, you know, all these check engine lights start popping up, you know. Right, exactly. And um, I've had my share and, um, you know, now more than ever, I'm uh, excited to, uh, you know, go deep with the TechFit system. I got your uh, material I'm studying and using that when I'm teaching classes is uh, my warm up. Mm. Just to kind of... Uh, the Grapple's Toolbox 101 that I did. Yeah. Because yeah. it kind of gives, keeps me accountable. And uh, I mean, I have the perfect platform to practice those moves. Right, right. right. I, I do the same thing. I learn something new and I, I, I do it, right? Yeah. We practice. We get to you know use that same time to teach, right? Yeah. And share share the share that. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I think it was Flavio Meda or someone saying how the the teaching is teaching uh, teaching is a teacher itself, mm. right? Because you have to. You don't want to get up there. And teaching start. is a teacher itself. itself. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because you have, yeah you have to like prepare the you know the night before, make sure you not saying something wrong or whatever. So it forces like another level of focus. At least that's been my experience. For sure. For sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's watching it. Uh, I mean, you have to know it, right? You have to know yeah. it. You have to really know it. You can't just think about it. You have to actually really know it. Yeah. To be able to transfer, right? The, the, the knowledge, transfer the information correctly. Yeah. It reminds me of that, uh, quote, uh, my favorite quote, one of my favorite quotes uh, were focus, goals, 
energy flows and then you like you have to focus on it right like yeah. even if it's five ten minutes of review yeah. or whatever it's a level of focus and obviously the more you do it the more energy starts flowing yeah yeah it seems like one of those secrets of life right right man like you've been how, how many how many years have you, has your family been teaching in in uh in chicago because uh, you guys had the first gym, right? Like jujitsu gym in uh, Chicago. Um, you know what? I think uh, I'm pretty sure Carlson was there. Carlson Jr. was there. Oh, okay. um, but I mean, back then, you know, no, no YouTube, no Google. Right, right, right. Like we knew from the yellow pages. I don't know if you guys had yellow pages. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, I've been around since 2000. <laughs> that was like the big deal. That was the big marketing. Like, oh, how much are you going to pay? How much are you going to spend on the get yellow have, pages? Get a, get a whole page. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> the big baller. Right, right. The whole page. <laughs> But, um, yeah, there, I think Carlson was there. I'm, I'm sure he was there. And then also uh, Dino Castillas was at one of Hickson's. Okay. Black Belt's a good friend of mine. But, uh, yeah, we, it was, uh, you know, us, the three of us, uh, our schools were the first in Chicago, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Maybe one came shortly before the other. But we've, you know, it's a nice in Chicago. We all have a pretty good relationship for the most part. And yeah. everyone's pretty cool. And, um it's been cool to just see everybody grow. It seemed like everything was so like, uh, we we're like a bunch of gangs back in the day where you can't right. train over there. Right. And these guys suck. We're going to kill them. Yeah, uh, fight club days. Yeah. But that seems like, that seems like another world now. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, everybody's more laid back and more receptive to sharing information. Yeah. Probably with the internet, you know, probably just, there's no way to hide. Right. Yeah. Matches are streamed live. Yeah. You actually get to see the information in the gym. Guys have in, you know, live in training, you know, the top guys, right, have have video on them yeah. in training before, while they prepare for, you know, the tournaments. So that's crazy, you know. It used to be so secretive, like, yeah. oh, don't, you know, can't share that. You know, if you top secret information, classified yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and very jealous, too, sometimes. Yeah, you hear, yeah. like, oh, this guy trying to... I mean, sometimes I think about that, um, and I wonder how much uh, of that is our ego. Uh, I noticed in uh, as we're, like, embarking on different, you know, learning different arts or sciences or topics, whatever, it seems like we, when we first start getting the knowledge... Um, there's a level of uh, uh, I, I mean maybe it's it's the insecurity mm. you know associated with uh, having to like boast and say well, our school is better than their school right. and this and that. And oh, for sure we're trying to prove something right yeah we're trying to prove something I mean, I, back in the day it was the Gracies trying to prove that there are styles the best style of martial arts I mean yeah. that's how the UFC was born so that's the whole culture right as i was proving right yeah and then you go into psychology like you know as we're older now and we're you know more experienced but like you know a lot of the young men my, myself included you know we're trying to prove something to ourselves right mm -hmm. that you know for whatever reason you know usually you know so yeah yeah that just seems like it's that's the that's the life cycle right we we kind of go through those stages of trying to find ourselves. yeah but yeah this stuff is uh, i mean you know we teach self-defense right and uh i think Knowing ourself, to me, at least in the last, uh, in the recent, you know, couple of years, I've been just uh, trying to learn more about myself mm. and, you know, figure out, you know, why we do the things we do. And uh, and I think, you know, that's kind of like, 
so closely associated with self-defense, right? Because it is, it is, that is self-defense. Like you, you get yourself in trouble. If you, you know, like that. your parent, your parents, like they're, you know, what they say, you're, they're like basically like God when you're a kid. And if they say something, that's the law, right? That's the law. Like if you don't listen to them, you're going to die. So whatever they say, you really believe, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the, your self-value and, you know, self-esteem, right, is created in those, you know, those early years from your parents, usually, you know, or some kind of, you know, parent figure. It's crazy. Yeah. And then you carry that, those those memories or those beliefs for, you know, the rest of your life. Or those insecurities. Right, like, right, you know. right, right, right. The things, you know. And it's just something, it's your perception of it, right? It's not, they probably didn't do that or, the, you know, maybe they did, but it was your perception how you take it. And that goes for today, right? But it's so traumatic when you're a kid. For example, like I did a, I did a, a emotional intelligence course I was telling you about this yeah. weekend, you know, and you basically go back to your childhood and I had some issues. Like my father wasn't around, wasn't around when I was growing up, you know, and, uh, and uh, he lived in New York. My parents separated when I was like four and uh, he moved to New York, we moved to Germany. And then I got to spend two summers with him. The first summer he treated me and my sister like royalty, took us all around, like, you know, he was an engineer, civil engineer, so he like showed us all the skyscrapers and the stories and bridges and just you know like treated like you know like royalty. And I was like, oh, it was such a great experience. And then I waited all year for the second year to come around, you know, for the second summer to come around, that which is the next year, right? And man, he didn't show up, you know. He totally like he hired somebody to take us around. I wasn't even around, and uh, you know, I, you don't you suppress it, right? But it made me feel like I was nothing, you know, like I was dirt, you know, like I'm not worthy of anything. And you kind of discover those things, you know, like, like, you know, I, I, from this weekend, you know, like I've been trying to prove, you know, I, I thought I was, I don't know, I, I, I got through it, you know, but no, there's stuff in the basement, you know, there's stuff in the basement. You start to unpeel the, the layers of the onion. You're like, whoa, you know, and I've been yeah. trying to prove it to everybody else. But I didn't believe in myself, you know. I win world championships. I, you know, win all the, you know, the, I'm the best, you know. But I'm not. I don't think truly deep inside of myself that I'm the best, you know. And that's what matters, right? So you can really give yourself to everybody and your family and my kids, and that's that's what that's what was like such an eye-opening thing for me, you know, because I want that. That's my potential, right? That's my potential. Really giving myself, being being my best, so I can give that to everybody else. You know, so yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. Like if you can start going down that rabbit hole, yeah. but I'm just grateful that I have these opportunities to learn and get better like this last weekend, but also the tag fit stuff that I'm doing just a great, great awareness of self, you know, and then you just feel more connected to, you know, everybody else and everything. And, uh, just makes you live, I think, live your, your best life. And that's the ultimate goal. And that's what I think jujitsu does, right? It's a tool for us to do that. Yeah, um, I think it's such a, it, it seems like one of the most powerful tools, yeah, you know, because, no doubt. you know, the, what, what you were just explaining, you know, something like that, that you have in, you know, in your memory from childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and those are things that, you know, I was actually having a discussion with a buddy of mine and we were, you know, just talking about similar issues and, yeah. you know, how, how you can remember things from so early in your life. Yeah. And some and to some people they would think like oh what's the big deal toughen up right or whatever right. And, and sometimes that's like on, on on some level that's the that's good advice yeah toughen up because uh it does seem like 
there's no way around these things. To, uh, like we're all gonna have to like deal with some level of trauma or some level. Well, it creeps of up on you, right? That's where it's crept up on me. Like you get to a certain level, but then something brings you down. You know, I've, I've, you know, when I was younger, I read Think and Grow Rich. I wrote down my goals. That was my big piece. That was my big, you know, I had a roadmap. I had a blueprint, you know, to become great. You know, I would get there, and then something brings me down. I'm like, what's going on? You know, and it's like, it's like. It's like <laughs> some like, you know, where's where's where some phantom, you know, like feeling, you know, I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, and I get to a certain level and I'm not like, you know, I'm not reaching my potential, you know, and uh, just showing up. I, you know, I, and the big thing, like the big takeaway, like my family, you know, not showing up for my, my family, like really giving them my best. And, and, uh, you know, cause Jesus has done so much for me. So it, it's kind of easy cause it's given me so much. And so I, I'm able to give, you know, I feel like I want to give that right, <laughs> give that back, you know, to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, because I didn't have like my, my, my father around, you know, um, he was an orphan, you know, so how can I, exp- you know, I have no anger. I have no, I was, you know, he's amazing. He's like, pff, like, like a real hero you know, <laughs> in life, you know? Uh, but, uh, but, uh, you know, you have those feelings, right? Those, uh, your perceptions from when you're a kid, a belief, yeah. a belief, like you're nothing, you're garbage, you know, and then it's anger, right? And then it's sadness, right? It's like anger, like I hate you, with sadness, deep inside it's sadness. And I'm just, yeah, it was amazing like this last weekend that I was able to face it because you put up walls, right? You don't want to toughen up. <laughs> toughen up is putting up the walls, but then you never get down to the root of it. And it's just, you know, it can just disappear, right? If you, if you face it, but your defense mechanisms block you from going there. Like, don't go there. It's not safe. You're going to die. Blah, blah, blah. It's crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. It's so funny. Like everything you're talking about is uh, a lot of what I've been researching and trying to figure out as well. It's interesting timing, man. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, like, man, for, let's talk about jujitsu, right? So many black belts, so many black belts. They're like single, like the the single moms. They didn't have their dads around. So many black belts. I do interviews, and I, you know, their their dads weren't around. I mean, that's a common thing. Not even jujitsu black belts. That's a like it's a big thing, right, in the world these days. What do you think that, that does? You know, at a, you know, as a as a kid. What kind of belief beliefs do you have about yourself? You know, yeah. um, so it's interesting, right? It's interesting, and you want to you want to help people, right? You want to give them your best, and it's great to have this kind of knowledge to kind of to have, you know, in your toolbox. Yeah, because um, you want to you want to you want to help people live their best life. Jiu-Jitsu does that for you. It breaks through those walls. It breaks through those warriors uh, uh, barriers. Breaks through those beliefs. You know, like I can be a winner. Like that's what it's done for me. I don't know if it's done for you, yeah. but I am a winner. I am a champion. I, I am. I was a champion. I am a champion, you know, but I, I, I showed it to everybody else, but not to myself. Yeah. I didn't believe it like deep, deep down in my, in my soul, in my little eight year old boy, you know, <laughs> I didn't believe it. You know, that's crazy. What the, it's, what the it, you know, what you, the fuck? <laughs> in everything you're describing from my research, um, it seems like the, the scariest guys we would admire growing up, right. like Mike Tyson, they right. they talk about the same yeah. you know, challenges yeah. that they face. It seems like this is a uh, you know big part of life for most of us. Yeah, we all have we have we all have these things, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing is you can you can deal with them, right? You can you can face them, and I think jujitsu is a tool for that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Tactful is a tool for that. 
can you get a you know a psychologist? Can you get a psychiatrist? You know, uh, I don't know what the different uh, psychiatrist can prescribe drugs. I don't I don't believe in that. You know, but maybe sometimes right you need it. So I shouldn't say I believe in that. But uh, but uh, you know, yeah, jujitsu is a tool, man. Right? It's a total to totally release. You know, beliefs. You know that that hold you back right from your best life. Yeah, and th this year I noticed that. I mean, because yeah, yeah oh, man, this, this year, 2020, even 2021, right? Who knows it's going yeah. <laughs> to, it looks like it's going to, who knows it's going to happen this year. Yeah. I mean, there, it seemed like, uh, there was like a psychological war. It's a know, war, man. It's a world war three, man. Yeah. And it's it, a world war three. Yeah. And it's in our so minds. divided. Yeah. It's in our minds. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, I saw a lot of, uh, that kind of seep into just, uh, you know, and I'm trying to get off social media a little bit. Little, I'm just uh, yeah. took a drug, but you know, sometimes like I need it. I gotta I know, it's something, crazy, right? and, it's crazy, and there's yeah. truth there. But sometimes like ah, I just, I'm sick of it. But um, I notice on social media where I have uh, students who are like great people. They're all you know nice, and they would never have any issues one right. on one. But like in the midst of all that stuff, they're arguing with oh, each other. Breaking online. apart, yeah. And then and there was it's bringing up all those all those insecurities, all those you know those self-limiting beliefs, you know, about themselves. And you're like, what is, where does that come from? Right. And all these, this, this, this situation, right. Brings those things out. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah. It, and it's, I, I know for myself not being able to, my, basically my, my workout uh, regimen was like almost non-existent yeah. for yeah. the year. Like I would, yeah. I would try to get one. I probably had a couple workouts a month yeah. and I noticed um, not having the human connection of being in a room with yes. other people and just talking yes. and smiling and training, yes. touch, you know, hugging, training. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, even the, the techno, like focusing on technique, the exercise, I was basically becoming more angry. Yeah. I was uh, more like frustrated and it's, I was not, and I, I was clearly observing like, it's not because of like any, like, Oh, the, the school's not going to make it. No, no, it's just more like, um, I'm, I don't have the jujitsu the way I've had it, you know, I don't have my community. Jiu-jitsu lifestyle, right? Which yeah. is connection, human connection, being around each other. Like we are now talking, yeah. touching, and I think <laughs> choking each other, you know, that's why I think also <laughs> trying to break each other's <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's crazy. Like it, it's, uh, where we're building trust, right? We're building trust. We're like connecting, connecting. Even if it's like, you know, when we were younger, like, I don't know if you feel the same, but you know, used to have these rivals and, and, uh, I hate, I hate, you know, I hate that guy, you know, but then as you get older, like, man, that guy brought out the best in me. You realize <laughs> that, you know, like you see it with like with the old teams, like the Carl, you know, the Gracie Ball and the, the Carlson Gracie and all the guys at these master divisions, all these master tournaments, they all have dinner together and they're like best friends, you know? Yeah. Because they actually brought out the best in each other. Yeah, they probably they had sacred experiences. Yeah, together, right? like yeah, like connection, right? So even with like hate or whatever you thought you made up in your head, you're connecting with them. And I think we all, yeah, we it's that's we all need that that human connection and being in this isolation and you know separating everybody, right? Like social distancing and you know like just that constant fear, right, which suppresses your immune system. Yeah, and that also, fight or flight uh, suppresses your immune system, so you can run away from that saber-toothed tiger. That's how we're designed. Yeah, it's almost like you know, 
<laughs> Somebody's trying to get us sick, you know? And I was joking, like, did Cyber Knight already take over? You know, like, what's the deal, you know? Like, <laughs> all these tech giants, like, they're trying to mess us up, you know? It's like, it's Cyber Knight, you know? It, it, man, you know, I think it's, it is, you know, I, 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 the older I get, I'm more like, not so firm on any super like particular positions like yeah. for example for conspiracy like yeah i'm i i would believe a lot of them you know just i, I wouldn't i wouldn't be, we have to be open to it right we have to be open to it like yeah. what do we know what do we know like especially especially this last year really showed us like hey man things don't always seem like they seem you know like there's another story and why are we doing this why are we you know like after a certain time, you know, when you actually look at the science, when you actually look at the facts and, you know, they say facts because, you know, fact checkers and all of a sudden all this like, you know, <laughs> filtering and, you know, like you're not seeing what you only, they only want to, they, when you only see what you, they want you to see and all these things being censored. I'm like, I thought we lived in a free country, you know, I thought we, you know, there was a first amendment, you know, what, what, what happened yeah. to that? You know, like the, <laughs> the president getting, you know, like whatever, agree or not agree, but it's kind of crazy, you know, like all these things being censored, you know? Um, yeah, it's, um, and in, in the midst of all of it, and I guess because, uh, you know, I was, you know, on the topic we were speaking a little earlier with the psychology and with yeah. the ego, yeah. man, it's the ego. There's so much ego involved. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here as a saint. I got, I got a pretty, I have to get my ego under control. Um, but it seems like us, us as humans, we will pick a side and then we become invested in that side. You believe right in that, whatever you believe in. Same thing as the kid. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then the, you know, and the ego like, doesn't want to be wrong. Yeah. Then, no matter what side you're on, like there's your, like that's, that's something that seems like is a part of having a toxic personality. It's like you have a hard time admitting you're wrong. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, I had a buddy of mine explain to me who's, uh, you know, into tech and um, he was saying he, he doesn't, uh, how was he explaining it? Something was the name of that Netflix show, uh, movie, uh, Social Dilemma? Social, what is it called? I haven't heard of that, but I've... I've uh, the Social Experiment? Yeah, something like that. I haven't watched it, but I've heard it's of it. It's about Facebook and all the social media things. Yeah, I mean, it's so, it seems like it is within the realm of uh, possibility to put us all in these little echo chambers and have us feel like, Hey, the world agrees with me, right? Yeah. yeah I'm getting yeah, all this yeah, stuff. I'm getting yeah. all the stuff I'm seeing. But then meanwhile, another person seeing the other side and you know, like the, the yeah. and, and we're all kind of just getting pumped up and you know, um, uh, yeah, we, I mean, man, we can talk about what, you know, different people, but I'm team human, you know, I'm team humanity and all this nonsense. Like, who cares? You know, one of the drills they had us do is kind of just talk to people and just share some kindness, you know, and I said, I walked in the street and I had a group, you know, and I uh, went and I talked to this, uh, old, this, uh, 63 year old African American man, you know, uh, he's just sitting there. He was in a wheelchair and, uh, drinking some coffee and I'm like, Hey, how's it going? My name is Alberto. What's your name? Yeah, I'm, you know, D and, uh, and I was like, oh, where are you from? He's like, he grew up in the South in Alabama and Birmingham. And his, you know, the, his church was bombed on a Sunday oh with God. all the kids. They all the, you know, people dress up. That was their thing, you know, and just the abuse, you know. And, uh, you know, it was crazy, a different time. And, the, you know, he's 62, so he was in the middle of that, you know, that's, it was a different time. Just the racism was just on a, the, that's the deep South, right? And, uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. Crazy. Like, I was just listening and, and he's like, my mom and my dad, they taught me to, uh, to never have hate in my heart. 
you know, mm. I was like, it was deep, you know, and then he just talks about, yeah, we need more, more love and more caring and in this world, and everybody's so divided, you know, and he's talking about like, tra- crazy Trump and, you know, this and that, and just, it is like, we're all so divided, you know, it's all come together. We're all on the same team. We're all like working, we're all connected. Right. And we, we had to walk around with, uh, with this, with the sign, you know, and we were like from Genki Sudo, you know, we, we are one, you know? Yeah. I mean, and we are right. We yeah, are. And, and as simple as what you just said, like, you know, and it sounds like such a cliche right now, just love, 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 love. Yeah. But there, I think there, we should take a closer look at that because a lot of the hurt around the world comes from yeah. Th- there's no love. It's like right. there's are there are different trauma cycles, right? You have the people being sexually abused, yeah, physically abused, yeah. emotionally abused, and this creates what happens. A lot of times, people will take those patterns and apply them to other people, and these things that's it. That's they it. end up like uh, you know maybe it's going to lead someone to substance abuse. Maybe that's it's going it. to lead to like you know just the, it's those are those more are, abuse, right? More 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 hurt, yeah. more heartbreak. More pain. Yeah, and it's the opposite of more love. More suffering. Yeah. More indifference, right? The opposite of love. Indifference. Yeah. It's time to it's time to stop that that bullshit. Yeah. You know? Thank God for jujitsu, right? Thank God we have jujitsu and we gotta we gotta it was crazy with this pen because like is jujitsu done, right? Is it over? Yeah. <laughs> and so you think about that, I'm like, there's no way. And I, you know, if week to my last breath, I'm gonna fight for what I believe in. And the world needs jujitsu. Yeah, we they need we movement, training, you know. We need each other. We need each other. Yeah, 100%. Man. I, felt, I felt like when <laughs> like when the world is trying to figure out what's going on, like we have the solution to some extent. Yeah, you know. Make a jiu-jitsu in every neighborhood. Skynet's trying to, <laughs> Skynet knows, you know, so he's trying to take his, try, take, check all the gyms and the people connecting, you know, take take that out. Yeah, it's, it is, it is special, man. Um, I remember... There was like, uh, there were some riots in Chicago mm. and, uh, for a few days, you know, uh, the city was getting really crazy. Mm. And, um, and again, I'm not, you know, again, the ego is going to want to voice its concerns yeah. uh, or, or it's pick its side. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm like you, I'm team human, man. If someone has a good heart, I'd like to be around them. Yeah. And if they don't have a good heart, I don't want to be around them. Um, and it doesn't matter what color they are or what creed yeah. they are. Like, I think it comes down to, um good hearts yeah and um but me and my good friend we were like uh we were we were, we were like look like the city was crazy man and we were seeing like in different cities like jiu-jitsu schools burnt out like what yeah. the hell what yeah right and down here in LA, long beach you know yeah that, 10 planets you know yeah so and I'm thinking, that's crazy that we were at, we had to you know we had to get ready we, we spent the night here you know like with you know with guns and stuff like we were ready you know we didn't know what was gonna happen <laughs> Like now we're gonna we're gonna hold it down, yeah. and for all this whole this whole block, you know, the two blocks, they were boarding up the windows, putting like minority owned. They were scared, and like now yeah. we're gonna we're gonna so you do our best. It sounds like you, you guys went through the same stuff. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. We didn't know, but man, the 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 Burbank, the city, the police, the police here, like they do circles around the. They were they worked their butts off, man. Yeah. Those days, you know, it was amazing, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but not in other cities, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, me and my friend. Why wouldn't you do the right thing? Do you want the city to be burned down? Do you want? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, man, what's going on? Yeah, I've heard. Why are they causing all this chaos and destruction? Why? Yeah, and it's not so black and white, right? Like, so there are some people who would say, hey, it's just money. Just, you have insurance. And like, no, I actually live above my school. I have my kids sleeping there. I'm not going to uh, let yeah. someone burn the building down. Yeah. So me and my buddy, 
we were watching the school, you know, we're standing with rifles and we're protecting our neighbor's, our neighbor's uh, liquor store. And we look to each other like, I don't consider myself white. Of course, you'd probably say I'm white. And my friend, he doesn't really consider himself black, like the label black, but he's yeah. black. Yeah. You would some call black. But we both happen to be Muslims, mm. and where it's like five in the morning, and we're guarding our neighbor's liquor store. We don't drink yeah. liquor. Right, 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 so, but right. the point I'm trying to make is like the stuff we see on the media. They want to make everything very black and white. Black and white, yeah. Like, the world is not black and white. No. It's very complex. Yeah. And um, I think um, a lot of what we get in this experience of being involved in something like jujitsu or wrestling, where you're in a room and you trusting each other and pushing each other, challenging each other, like. You definitely have something special, man. It's hard. It's like it reminds me of the Hanzo Gracie uh, quote. Or there's more philosophy on these mats than yeah. the Ivy League schools. And the one philosophy that I that I really value, and it comes from, I mentioned the last time, I think, uh, from the Wrestling Mindset podcast, they pushed this perspective of, like, basically just focus on what you can control. Do not focus on things outside your control. Because, you know, when we go to compete and we start thinking, like, man, uh, what if I uh, get tired? Uh, what if I get knocked yeah. out? What if I, now we're focusing on things we can't control? And right. usually the performance doesn't help. That doesn't help performance. But those times when we just focus on what we can control, folk, be aggressive, just do your thing, go hard. Yeah. And the results are good, you know? Yeah. And I noticed that's not just the mats, that's on life. Yeah. So many of us focus on the, 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 there's a fear porn habit. I watch the news every night for three hours and just get well, brainwashes you, right? Yeah. What, what if, doing? what if, you know, I was at the dentist, you know, with all the COVID stuff and, you know, like I was, uh, it was on for 25 minutes or whatever. And I started to watch it and I, you know, I've, I have my certain mindset, but after watching it, it kind of like keeps going on fear, fear, fear. You start to like, man, well, what if, you know, <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> you Like I feel a certain way, but then you watch that and you're like, well, what if, you know, and then once you open up, once you believe that, you know, it's hard, you know, it's hard. Then you have to work even harder to change that belief, right? To, to get out of that. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, I know with this whole subject, some people though, they're, it's like a, it's like a religion in the sense that. Right, it's I, tough, it's the, the beliefs, right? It's the beliefs. Yeah, the, yeah. someone was telling me, I'll be good to, I gotta double check this, but religion in English, I think it, if I'm, and so if you're listening to this, double check it, I'm not sure about it. <laughs> but it might, in, in, might mean to like to be tied together in mm. some sense so mm. if we are tied together in some of those beliefs it seems like almost it's when you see people argue about you know s certain subjects right politics religion like this a lot of what we're seeing now is not so different um but but yeah i mean i don't uh, me personally i don't i i don't want to live my life in fear mm. um realistic i feel like training in some of the gyms I've trained in around the world, I'd be more scared to get like a MRSA or something. Right, yeah. I think we, I think we, we in the beginning of the pandemic, I called you on, uh, we <laughs> over the phone, right? So we did a zoom or something and it was funny. We talked about that. Yeah. Like that's, I think a lot of jiu-jitsu guys are like that. You're like, we're more scared of staff or something, something like that. You know, then yeah, there's, I, mean, I mean, we've been so risky <laughs> right, I mean, if, right, if, right. if you want to call it, risk, but I, maybe we're, maybe we've built up our immune, immune system. system right, because, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, definitely I'm not the expert, but uh, I just I just feel like my quality of life, um, I, I have to focus on what I can control. Exactly. Yeah. And um, Yeah, like yeah. My, yeah. my dad had it three times. It was crazy. Three know? times? Yeah. 
Wow. He was in a nursing home. They locked him down. He really regressed like his health and everything just because nobody's visiting. We, we call him, but it's not the same. You know, you need that human connection. And so he was, he had some dementia. He was like, uh, you know, it was really bad. We went to visit him for Easter with my, with my kids, his, his grandkids. Right. So sad. It was like visiting somebody in jail. They put the, yeah. the, the audio, the phone next to him. You know, it was like, yeah. straight, it was like visiting somebody in jail. It was really terrible. That's very sad. And then on top of that, Fast forward three weeks after that, after the Easter, so that was like two months in, they he has COVID in the middle of the night. They take him to like he was a you know he went to Vietnam, war. So he, he was a veteran. So they take him to the veteran hospital and and then started you know and then and then he got out. You know, he went to another place and then and then it happened again. And after the second time, because he was so lost, he, you know, it was in the middle of the night, so they lost his, they, they left his hearing aids, they left his glasses. Imagine that. And then it's like, it's like that ET movie, right, where they're with all the, all the garb, the was it PPE, uh, gar, you know, all, oh the, all that, God, all that stuff. So it's scared, like he's like, where am I? You know, what, what's going on? You know, am I <laughs> like treating him like an alien, right? Yeah. So, uh, so after the second time, they call my sister for end of life decisions, and we're like, what? You know. And, uh, they're like, you know, he stopped eating, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, going to put a tube up his nose, you know, and we're like, what? And we called like the hospital over and over and over and the chief of staff of the hospital and the doctor, they knew the prescription was for us to, to for allow us to see him, you know, and he would have not made it if, if we hadn't been able to see him. And so they allowed us to see him. And after one day he started drinking water after two days, he started to eat again and uh, we, knew, we knew we had to get him out, you know, and he's at, he's at his girlfriend's, you know, and he's in a good place now, you know, as, as good as you can be, you know. Uh, but uh, How old is he now? I, he is, he's not that old, but he didn't take care of himself, you know, like always, ate, you know, didn't eat well, didn't, you know, stress, PTSD. He was like, he had a lot of traumas, you know, so his mindset and stuff. And so he's, he's aged, you know, you know, much faster. He's like, he's only like 74, but he's like kind of like a 94 year old in a way or a hundred. I don't know. He's really, he's, you know, but it, it shows me like, man, you don't want to be trapped. What's worse, I think than, than dying is just being trapped in your own body. Right. Being there, but yeah. not being able to move and just function, you know? Yes, um, man, I can, you can imagine, uh, especially when you're facing death. And you can't see your family. Yeah, like you know, like he, like I went, I go see him, and you know, I, I bring the doorbell, or you know, and he can't, like it hurts him, you know. It's like I can't even get up and, and walk to get to open up the door, you know. So it's like I was like, don't worry, you know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, your your example is, you know, your, your kids, you me, you know, I see how you are you gonna give up or are you gonna keep fighting, and he kept fighting, and and before I take him out of the hospital, <laughs> they tested him again, and he just tested he tested positive one more oh time, you know, <laughs> and so I was so pissed, I was like, I was gonna go see him the day before we we're gonna take him home, you know, and uh, and they're like, oh, you can't go see him, he has, you know, he has, he tested positive, I'm like, what, you know, I was so angry, <laughs> it's like that's why we don't want people here in the in the hospital, blah blah, blah. I knew. You know, it was like, I was like, and the doctor that they had really good emotional intelligence. The doctor that came to see me, and they they really cared, and they knew really exactly what was happening. And so he talked to me. He's like, "Yeah, I was really sorry, you know, but you know, policy, blah blah, but everything be okay. We're gonna test him again in a couple of days, and hopefully it comes back a negative. And it did actually. Mm. So there's a lot of like false, false positives. positives and just you know stuff like that too. So we got him out, and uh, yeah. I made like a post, you know, cause, uh, you know, he was, he was bedridden for, I don't know how many months at that point, you know? And then, uh, we, he, 
he's a fighter, you know, and uh, man, I, I was really, I was really inspired, you know, just that he has that spirit inside of him, you know, you can have your body breaking down, whatever, but he fought, you know, he fought to, he could have given up, you know, right? Any of those times, you know, but he kept fighting, you know. And, Did he uh, do any more, like when he was coming up, like any type of combat sports? No, no, that, no. Any, any sports at all? No, he, he ran, he ran track. Man, track. He ran a uh, long um, cross country track. He ran cross country endurance. You know, mm-hmm. he was like a Green Bray. He was like a special forces like Green Bray. And yeah, I saw so a lot. He saw, I saw a lot of stuff. You know, I saw a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened. And uh, he, you know, wakes up with like a nightmare every day. So they put him on a bunch of medication. So that's another thing, right? He has diabetes. He has, you know, he's had heart attacks. He has. He's had stroke. He can have some strokes too. So he's like. You know, he's the perfect guy. And then, you know, it's just crazy, you know, like just the situation. But what's worse, like he told me, I'd rather have, I'd rather die than have to go through that again. What they did to him. It's, I mean, that's the worst thing you can hospital? do at the hospital and the nursing home, you know, just know. being isolated. Yeah. You know what? It's funny, man. I'm, I was kind of going through the exact same thing again. <laughs> My dad had a stroke, a couple strokes last year and uh, he, the similar thing in one of the ho- homes that uh, he was at, they wouldn't allow visitors for like two weeks, and same kind of thing. And and I, uh, you can hear when you talk to him, the, you know, there's definitely sadness. It's like a torture, right? Yeah, it's a, heartbreak. You can't see your family at that age, right? It's like you live for that's you know even my age, you know. I yeah. live for I live for you know, like our our community or jujitsu, my friends, my my family, you know, my kids. And yeah. if you take those things away, like, yes, yeah, torture. Yeah. What, what do they do in prison? Right, they put you in the solitary yeah. confinement. It's tor- it literally is torture, right? It's Skynet. Skynet's already taken over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I uh, I believe like um, like we were saying earlier, like I don't believe the world is black and white. I also I I also believe in like, you know, there's obviously like physics, but I also believe there's metaphysics. For sure. I think there's things that like, for sure, we're not really going to ever like truly understand, but there's like some, sometimes there's some beauty in some of the stuff we have to endure, you know, and um, maybe this was something uh, being restrained from like your father being restrained from you or similar to my situation. Like maybe this was something they needed at this point in their life to just kind of come to terms with something, you know, but um but again, I think, you know, we're in a fight and we're fighting for our soul, our mind. And um, I think that optimistic uh, mentality of trying to look for the wisdom, the beauty and the suffering, because there is, right? We see it, right? Like we go to the gym, we suffer. We just like feel like dying. And then what happens? You get jacked, you get shredded, you get, yeah. you know, in shame, but you're not going to get it without going through that. Right. So, um yeah, just life is interesting. Life's a fight, and uh, hopefully we uh, we win. <laughs> we will win, you know. I believe in humanity. There's a guy, uh, George Glider. He has a book called Life After Google, mm, and that's uh, a f- cool title. And uh, he's like a futuristic future guy, you know. And there's a guy Ray Kurzweil that I used to listen to or read and listen to, and it was it was depressing because basically like artificial intelligence is going to take over, humanity is going to end, and I was getting depressed, you know, so I was like, ah, I got to stop doing that, you know, and my, my wife telling me like, you know, it's not going to go out, uh, turn out like that, you know, and uh, I wanted to believe that, you know, so I just, I, you know, I stopped watching it, you know, because it was just like, we yeah. don't really matter anymore, 
And so then uh, I found this George Glider guy, Life After Google, who's a futuristic guy, future guy. He did, he had like some crazy books, you know, like amazing books in the past, like the Reagan administration. He gave it to all his uh, his uh, his cabinet members, you know. Uh, anyway, it's called it's called Life After Google, and it's uh, um, the end of big tech and the emergence of blockchain technology. So he's saying blockchain technology is going to challenge tech. Yeah, like you know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's the new uh, blockchain technology. You know, it's it's the new. It's going to be in everything. You know, and, uh, and everything is. It's kind of like a human. Like all of your history, your ancestors. You know, that's 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 in a way biology, right? Like from a cell to you know, just everything is backtracked to everything that you've ever done, if you've ever experienced. Your parents is passed down into you. Your grandparents, your great grandparents. Uh, you know, and you know, you are you're like we are one, right? <laughs> have you ever you know? taken those like a DNA? The yeah, yeah, I have. I have. Like that? Yeah, it's pretty interesting yeah. how they can trace. What, what, what are you? What are you? I it, it was. Uh, it's was interesting shocked. because you guys are. Uh, from yeah, I'm from Bosnia, but on the test it was like sixty percent Bosnian, forty percent oh. Ukrainian. I never wow. thought I, I ever had no idea that. This yeah. but, but then I found out. That's based on how much DNA they've collected thus far. So I, I'd like log back in. I checked and it said like, I'm less Ukrainian. <laughs> so yeah, 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 I guess yeah, there's, yeah. so who knows? Maybe in a couple yeah. of years, that's going to be but totally you different. Probably have some, yeah, Ukrainian. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I did mine and mine was like 40% uh, uh, Spanish, you know, from like Iberian, Iberian, you know, uh, peninsula, right? And uh, 40% German hmm. and uh, like 20% American Indian. Oh, very cool, man. Yeah. So I, I got almost the whole world covered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and did you see how they can trace back, like, where you originally, like, traveled from, which which route from Africa? You, you, you're, you're, I haven't seen that, no. Yeah, they got some pretty interesting stuff. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how accurate it is, obviously, but yeah. they got some stuff. Based off of the DNA test, they saw like, oh, you. This is how much coffee you can tolerate, or you probably got some. Yeah, yeah, I did all those things too, yeah, and, and so I was like, and it's pretty accurate. Pretty you know? accurate. Do right? you like vanilla or do you like chocolate? And you, your ten, your tendencies <laughs> to like vanilla more, you know, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe you start. And they're, they're tracking you now. And now they know, you know, so you start seeing vanilla ads, right? <laughs> they sell you data, you know. That, and that's true, right? That's straight up true. I mean, from what I can, I mean, just from what I'm seeing yeah. like right now, if after this conversation, I'm going to see some of these things we're talking about. Right, right. <laughs> like I like vanilla and it said, I like vanilla. I'm like, man, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, said man. probably vanilla. And I'm like, yeah, I like vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's, uh, it's really, uh, interesting what we are, man. Just seeing, like, we lived through an interesting transition the internet all of this yeah, tech that we're crazy. seeing and the next the new technology like he says this you know like let's talk about the marxism you know like communism and all that and they thought the apex of humanity was going to be you know the industrial revolution revolution but it wasn't technology and different things came mm. into play that you know brought down you know changed things that wasn't that wasn't the apex of of, of humanity mm -hmm. right and so we think artificial intelligence and these these technologies is the apex of humanity. But like we, we like you said, we don't 
they have no idea how like how we work you know we maybe we'll never know you know like you know <laughs> once we once become we become the infinite you know maybe then then we'll kind of would be one with who we really are, you know, but, uh, you know, to think that, you know, is kind of being also like, you know, uh, uh, arrogant, right. That we think we're better than billions of years of evolution. And so he says that we're basically going to merge with technology and, but there's always going to be humanity in there. You know, it doesn't count if there's not humanity in that, you know, virtual reality things. And, but it's, it's blockchain, you know, like, you know, it's, it's so, and he has a, he loves his family. And I was like, I just got a good feeling. I was like, oh man, thank God there's hope. You know, it really gave me like confidence. And so I really, I really, I started reading more about him and reading more of the things that he would say, he said, and, you know, just to help me understand and blockchain and just, there's hope. I believe, you know, I believe I have faith, you know, in humanity and, uh, unity, love, jiu-jitsu right which is all of that you know we need more of it you know our jobs are more important than ever tack fit you know connects us because not not everybody can do (laughs) jiu-jitsu not everybody can do jiu-jitsu but everybody can do tack fit and get the same benefits yeah i'm excited to start um applying more tack fit yeah i'm excited to to have you be a part and i know like yeah because yeah there's some people who are they they jiu-jitsu if you're coming in and you don't have, you know, you have super limited joint mobility. Yeah, yeah. You need, it's the, it allows you to go deeper into, you know, how we work, right? Um, so just, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you want to, don't you want to be like the best teacher you can be? Don't you want to be the best jiu-jitsu, be the best jiu-jitsu you can be, you know? Like there's some quotes like Marcelo Garcia that I, I love Marcelo Garcia, you know? And he's like, yeah, if anybody trains hard enough, they can become a world champion, but that's not the case because people learn differently. You know, you have to do the right things, right? You have to do the right things. And some people, you know, you have to do, you know, they have to do the learn the right way, you know, for you to be able to understand and to be able to make those changes. Right. So you can get more, you know, athletic or more connected, more, you know, like you clean your movements, you know, I, of course I believe that, you know, but you need to be precision, right? You need to be around the right things, you know, like some of these psychology things, like going down the rabbit hole and your self-esteem things, you know, like those kinds of things, you know, you have to do, you have to do, you know, do the work, right? Mm-hmm. Do the work, you know? And so, uh, it's the, okay. Technology can be bad, but it's also good because it's allowing the information to, you know, be accessible easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely, I think there's truth in what he said, but I think also what you, to what you're saying too, like if you training hard but if you're not doing the proper training then right. you might end up you know maybe it's not training hard it's training smart it's training hard to train smart right yeah that's life right yeah. <laughs> that's the philosophy let's train hard to train smart what do you think about like coming up in you know I, from what i'm i'm looking back over 20 years this whole experience of learning this art you're kind of like picking up pieces of a puzzle mm. and, and, and you're trying to figure out how they can connect and you're mm. building a game but you know along the lines of what kind of what we're talking about earlier how things are developing and but yeah. you're seeing now where you have so many smart people have come to the community and have contributed to the community and now with you know people sharing information technology yeah. like yeah. now you're starting to see people really get better quicker yeah you know, so that's kind of to, to some extent like I th- it reminds me of the tax fit too. Because I a lot I remember people 
trying to figure out how, how to train jujitsu, but even how to work out. Like, how, right. what do you work out for jujitsu? That's exactly, you know, TACFIT's, it's the future of training, okay? It's the future of training. It's all the right stuff. And the science didn't, you couldn't prove it. The science couldn't prove it, you know, because we didn't have the imaging technology. We didn't have the technology to prove that. But now it's science. Now it's science, you know? And, uh, you know, the, it's all the right stuff that you need to do you know, to, to prevent injuries, right. To have optimal perform, you know, performance, you know, uh, recover from injuries, right. Which is, you know, jitsu, but just life in general, stress, recover from stress. The number one killer isn't, you know, it's stress, stress. So like recovering from stress, getting that awareness. Oh, I'm getting stressed. I need to take it easy and how to work precision. Right. It's so precise. You know, it's called the world's smartest workout. Yeah. I like you that. Know? I saw that on the, you know, it's so funny because, uh, Scott San and the, the creator, the founder, he had learning disabilities, you know, I'm quoting learning, you know, supposed, right? And he was called dumb and he was even institutionalized as a kid because he couldn't learn. He was being disruptive and blah, blah, blah. And of course, some other things too, like joint disease and like, you know, kind of like getting addicted to the foods, all the, all the same stuff, right? But uh, uh, it's funny now that it's called the world's smartest workout, like, you know, <laughs> and he has a TED talk, you know, it's really, it's pretty cool. Uh, you should look it up to talk, you know, how to suppress yeah. genius, you know, and, uh, yeah, I, I watched that one. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah, cool. I watched that one. Yeah. yeah it's very inspirational. If you judge a, you know, a fish, how we can climb a tree, right? <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful to see like a lot of the people who we admire, they, uh, they come from kind of like touching back on how we were talking about earlier, trauma, dealing with trauma and overcoming, you know, never giving up. A lot of, you know, like Mike Tyson, right? Like, look what he had to go through. What he had to endure. Look at Scott Sonner. What did he have to endure? Yeah. And look what they've given the world yeah. back, right? They've they've given us inspiration. I have a bunch of pictures of Mike Tyson, right? Paint, paintings, right? I love yeah. Jeff Glover. I love Jeff Glover. I love our Muay Thai coach, Andy. You know, of course, Hoist Gracie, Draculino. Those are the guys I have on the wall, right? Uh, but, I, like, Mike Tyson. Why Mike Tyson? And Do you ever think about that? Why, like, people love Mike Tyson? Why, why I love Mike Tyson? I love him. You know, like when I was, it was the first fight I ever saw, you know, and I was on like a pay-per-view that he fought Spinks, you know, and uh, I was like 30, 17, I don't know how many seconds it was, you know, it was like the first round, a few seconds and he knocked him out and I was just like, whoa, you know, I was so like mind blown, you know, first time I ever saw like a fight, you know, and, um, and then I started to grow up and he just, you know, just started dismantling everybody and he was like my, like kind of a child, you know, childhood hero, you know, just how he was so just vicious, you know, and just his self-belief and, you know, the mindset. And then as I've gotten older too, like his, and also when, you know, I got older and, and he, the way he would talk to his opponents, you know, it was like, he was like, he would get nasty, right? You know, he would say crazy stuff, you know, but it was so real. It was so authentic, you know? And like, there's something about that that makes you like, like respect him, like love him, you know? Uh, like I think you know, probably part of me probably was like, man, I want to, I want to be like that. I want to say how I really feel. You know, I want to be live the life that I, you know, who I really am, you know? So I think that was part of it. And then, uh, you know, just now, like still, you know, like he's just, he's evolved. Right. So, so much like he's come to peace, right. With a lot of things. And, yeah. It's beautiful. You know, it's like, ugh, like he's yeah, like, he's he, my he hero. He was my, he was my childhood hero and he's still my hero, you know, even more. Yeah. It's like, it's that hero's journey. Oh, hero's journey, man. He's such a, like, the villain he's the, he's the, the goat, guy. you know, like to, he's the goat. And, uh, it's, you know, like the last fight with Lennox, you watched it, right? Yeah. 
uh, with um, Roy Jones, right? Roy Jones, yeah. Man, you uh, watched it. He looked better than than. Yeah, you're like, oh my god! Like you're like, imagine you're gonna fight Mike Tyson the way he's bobbing his head. You're like, oh my god! Can you imagine? You know, I love Mike. When you hear about, you know, he openly talks about all this stuff of his, you know, mother, father into prostitution, pimping, and drug dealing, and growing up in a neighborhood where. You know, I think he recently was explaining he was sexually assaulted as a kid. Yeah. So, the, I mean, you, we we know people who come from that level of trauma, what that leads to. Yeah. And obviously he was, you know, uh, doing things and saying things that, you know, people wouldn't want their kids to see in his prime. But now, again, learning more about ourselves, when you when someone's been through some what they've been through, you know, the brain can, you know, become rewired and it's not surprising yeah, that they act up, but look what, he, man, to, everything he's been through to go and get ready for another fight at 50 something years old and put himself through that after he's, a, he is like sh- showing us that we have to keep fighting. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's it, it. it's, it's such, that's such it. an inspirational, that's it. you know, um, and, I, yeah. and he's, and he's not perfect. I'm not either. No yeah, one is, yeah, for you sure, know, for nobody's sure. perfect. And, um, but he's trying, he's fighting, you know, he's, he's going for it, you know, he's living. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I mean, it makes me want to compete again. I mean. <laughs> right. You know, like he was like, they were interviewing him. Right. And he's like, uh, you know, like I'm, it's for humanitarian reasons. Like, Oh, you know, kind of like uh, ego kind of stuff. And he's like, man, that's not about, it's not about that. I want to, it's this is for huma- hum- you know, humanity, basically, you know, humanitarian reasons. That's what I fight for. It's not for me to show I'm better than, no, it's not about me, man. Uh, Mike Tyson, you know, <laughs> he, he, I mean, and then he's so funny that when afterwards, when they had Roy Jones Jr. and, and him sitting, you know, uh, standing up, you know, yeah. and you see, jo- like, I mean, the, Roy Jones Jr.'s face, he was, he was just like, oh, like, oh my <laughs> God, I just like survived a mauling. <laughs> and then, and then he's like, he's doing the interview with uh, Roy Jones and then, and then he talks, does one with Mike Tyson, like, man, my, nobody cares about me, my ass, you know, like, <laughs> I was in the ring too. You know, but like everybody like for sh- assumes already like you're Mike Tyson, man. You're like you're not scared of you know of anything, but he's like the most scared, right? When when you see his interviews and stuff, and that that's why I really respect, man. Because I don't know about you, but I'm sh- I'm, I'm gonna imagine it's the same thing. Because that's what I'm hearing Mike, you know, describe. But like, you know, go, doing your first competition, right? Like, man, you're really you're really dealing with a lot. You know, you're there, especially when getting you're out of your comfort zone. And, and you're a white belt. Yeah. And you, you don't know how to be patient. Yeah. You don't got no technique. You're going yeah. to war. Yeah. You're going to go fight. To I the mean, death. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy of mine. You're going to die. <laughs> a buddy of mine was I, When I say that, I think of that Asian guy from uh, The Hangover, you know, but did you die? You know? <laughs> like that meme, you know, but you know, that's what, that's how you feel like, oh, I'm going to die, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, that's real, man. That, I mean, those emotions. Yeah. A buddy of mine, we were having a, you know, heart to heart conversation and someone I grew up with the other day. And, uh, he was telling me how like, you know, his, his whole life, no one believed in him. Yeah. And he was, you know, always, uh, never made the team, this and that. And this is one of my training partners from like 20 years ago. And he was pretty good in jujitsu and he got into the blue belt. But even in jujitsu, he was saying how like he was training so hard. And this is the first time he was going to win a gold medal, you know? The ref cheated him out or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get it. Second time, he had to fight uh, one of our teammates in the finals who was like uh, in 
some senior ranking guy and they did one of those things where they yeah. just gave it. So again, like his whole life, he's like, never, he's never the champion like then, me. Right. Like I'm like, and then the third time he goes, he's about to do it. He's, he's, he's going to win it. He's rough screws. And he has to go to overtime and I'm, and he's, he's telling me the story. I just started laughing because most people don't, people who haven't done this sport, they don't know what that means. But if you're in that situation where you're like trying to win and you've been putting through war and then you, overtime, <laughs> you're in a state of war, you know, and you have a part of you that's going to kill or going to hide and you have be to killed, be yeah. in there. And, um, but again, all that stuff, it's, uh, it makes us, uh, it makes us ready to 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 take deal with the world. Hopefully, yeah, anything. Well, did he? When did he? Did he get his gold medal? Finally, man. Unfortunately, he never got it. Oh my so god. So I think uh, you know he's, he's he's probably still dealing with that a little bit. But he oh ended up. Uh, he became very successful in, in in the business world, and he's got you know he's proved himself. I guess he's kind of to some extent settled that. But uh, hopefully, he's listening to this yeah, and uh, yeah. it goes the other other ways, right? Yeah, I mean, not everybody can be a world champion. Not everybody can be, you know, yeah, win things, but the things they've gotten out of that. Like I, I love Dan Gable and a lot of the wrestlers, right? They, they didn't become all American or win a national championship, but <laughs> the character things that it brought made, made them through that journey has allowed them to be crazy successful people in life. Yeah. They could, they know how to fight, right? They know how to deal with adversity. Yeah. They know how to, you know, keep moving forward and be uh, the best at life, being the best at uh, being a, being when I'm a dad, husband, yeah, I really love this man. I was, I was, I was happy, everything we're talking about right now, like the wrestling mindset guys, they dig super deep in this. Yeah. You know, when they're talking about how, uh, again, going back to those. Uh, um, I mean, actually, Lloyd Irvin had a had a video about this called BJJ bitch assness a yeah, long man. time ago, which was actually excuses, right? Yeah, like not but, owning your stuff. Yeah, and this is the kind of stuff where if you're hanging in those circles of athletes who are trying to win and the ones who are winning, mm. you start to come closer and closer to this like mindset of like, uh, you know, shut up and train, man. Like, yeah. don't make excuses. Like, yeah. focus on what you can control. Yeah. Stop, you know, uh, talking and, and do, yeah. do more. You know, yeah. and uh, but then. If you're hanging around people who just like offer you excuses all the Go time, through the motions, but don't really, they're not going for it. They're fake, yeah. But yeah, they're patting you on the back to make your ego Posers, feel better. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like that can uh, definitely set you up for failure. But yeah, man, it's I'm I'm, I'm very grateful, you know, just uh, being a part of this uh, this art that we're, you know, I met you through the art, right? I've yeah. met so many inspirational people through the art. It's transformed my life, mm. and. Um, I definitely think we have something special. And like you said, we got some work to do, man, because yeah. uh, people started to uh, get a little crazy last year, but uh, hopefully uh, we'll get back to normal. We'll get, you yeah, know, we will. we'll get our balance back. We I think will. that's what it comes down to. Just find your balance, be balanced, be a balanced person. And I think jujitsu would be a great tool to help us get there. I, I am the force and the force is with me, right? Like the, the is it Rogue One that the Star Wars movie? They said that, you I know? I think so. And it's like, that's it though. We are energy. You know, we're getting all hippie, right? Yeah. <laughs> With all this stuff, but it's real, right? There, it's real. There is something there, man. It's real, right? you know? It's in you know, all those chakras and stuff, but that's science now, man. It's science. Pine, your pineal gland, you know, like, you know, like you're like in a, it's in like an antenna, you know, picks up, you know, frequencies, you know? So it's all this stuff is science now. It's crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, something that we give out, we give out the energy, our thoughts, right? And then you know, our emotions attract, you know, attract whatever we put out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, How we feel about it, you know? 
Yeah, um, there's definitely some energy out there. And I, th- uh, I think, you know, that's why a lot of people choose to pray or meditate and yeah. kind of get connected to that energy and you get something from there's it. There's a reason, right? It's been around for forever, right? Because yeah. <laughs> it's good for us, right? It's good for us. It's good for our community, our tribe, our communities, our, our the world. Yeah. I saw an interesting one recently, the um, form of meditation. Uh, I think it was a Hawaiian form where if you're having some issues with someone in your life, it's not happy, you're not, you know, you, you, they're the problem. You want them to improve. There's a Hawaiian tradition that, uh, and I'm seeing this on YouTube. So some, some of Hawaii, probably like, oh, what the hell are you talking about? We don't do that. Here. But uh, it was uh, something like just saying like 20 minutes a day. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I, just these words, yeah. like these exercise, like this is becomes like, you know, it's like, it creates like almost like a consciousness of some of us haven't said thank you in years to anybody. You know what I mean? Like that, that's an issue, you know, but that practice, thank I think you. is. Forgive me. I love you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, no, please. For, no, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love it. I think that's how the, it goes, but uh, I've just Sorry, researching. please forgive me. Yeah. A lot of these things that from other just dabbling. Thank in, you. I love you. Yeah. That's it, right? Good uh, vibes. Yeah, it changes. Yeah, vibes. Sure. Good <laughs> vibes. my good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. It changes your, the brain waves and then you attract the things that you want in your life, right? Yeah. Imagine. Like, suffering and pain. Screw you. I hate you. Yeah. Stupid. Like if you're saying this stuff to yourself. Man, it's, it's crazy. I have this book, you know, with this Japanese. Um, I think it was like a, I don't know if he's a photographer, but he started taking picture of water, like for, and he would freeze it and he would see how the, the crystals form in the water. And so he would yell like, I hate you. And they would form all like nasty, you know? And then they say like, you say like love or gratitude or whatever. And, and they would form all beautiful. Yeah. It's all and that so we are, plants. we are, yeah, plants and water, you know, we are water, we are, we are. You know, and just how we're so interconnected right, with the plants and just, you know, like the, you know, below the plants, right? You have the roots, you know, and then the root, the fungus is like traveling, right? Like it's, there's, it's everywhere, right? Every, the, it's interconnected, you know, the, they call it the worldwide, uh, what was it? Not worldwide web, but worldwide, worldwood, I don't know, something like that, but how it's all interconnected underneath the ground, you know, like all the, all the, you know, the nutrients and just you know they talk to each other the trees you know when there's like a something coming in like insects or something they actually speak to each other and then they release like sugars whatever to protect Crazy. themselves yeah right and we think, and we think they're just like oh they're just trees they're just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like you know i've been studying a lot so much neuroscience right the last few years and it's crazy man like you know because i had the multiple sclerosis and i had a hard time speaking walking like and they I got treated like my life is over you know my life was over like you know like uh, you know, it's downhill from here. How you bad know? did it get with like walking? Oh, man, you know, like you have a mindset that the martial arts gives you. And so like, you kind of don't accept it. Like you don't accept defeat, you know? And so I think I had that, you know, thank God, thank God. Mm-hmm. But it was like, maybe, maybe. And I, I, I competed, I competed like in all these masters. But I went, I did like a world tour. I was like, what if I can't do jiu-jitsu in six months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I know? remember I seeing you. Yeah, I went, I went crazy. I went, I competed in the Amazon and Europe and, you know, like everywhere, all over the U.S., like Asia, like I went everywhere, you know. And I was like, well, you know, let's go out of my shield. You know, 
just do it, you know. And and how uh, bad were like were you feeling this? this I mean, I had something? pain all my joints. I couldn't put my seatbelt on. I had no twist. You saw we I did the stretches today after class, and I have like full leg, and you know I'm 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 good, you know. It's because attack fit, you know. It gave me my life back, but you know, like I got shitty, like my life was over, right? It's it's, it's crazy, you know. And uh, yeah, it doesn't I don't know if we're talking about attack fit and just jujitsu and all these things, you know. But not giving up and and then finding the right thing, you know. Jujitsu gave me the mindset. Martial arts gave me the mindset. And then Takfa gave me all the right things for me to, you know, heal myself and and, and be better. Yeah, I had a hard time walking. I had a hard time talking, you know, like it was real, you know, it was real. And I, I'd never accepted it. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Like my balance, I would stand up. I would just like fall over like weird stuff, you know. And oh, no, it's because of this. Oh, it's because of that, you know. But it's just, you know, it was like, uh, thank God for Takfa. It saved my life. And I'm so grateful that, you know, like. Everybody that's done it, we've been doing it for five years now here. The same thing happens, you know. They just, they, they really, they become better. They become better. Uh, There's a heavy focus on, like, the, on, I mean, I was going to ask you this. Uh, yeah. Because um, I don't know, but I've noticed uh, we talk a lot about, like, fascia, right? Like, the right, muscle right, fascia. Right. And, uh, um, like, w w to what extent is that inside the system? Like, is that like, hey, that's this? Yeah, so, if they, you know, it's, it's everything, right? But fascia, if you eat an orange, for example, right? You have, like, the, the skin, right? And then underneath is, like, white stuff, you know? And so you can say that's fascia. You take an orange slice out, right? There's, like, you have to take the stuff out of the white stuff. The white stuff is interconnected. Each slice, each fiber, there's the little bit gets thinner, but it's still there, you know? And so that's fascia inside the body. And that's how we're interconnected, you know, within our within within ourselves. That's how we're like designed. And so before, I don't know, like five more probably five ten years ago, like they just like disregarded like that wasn't important, you know. Now it's like I think they classified it as an organ, you know. But it's uh, it looks like a spider web, you know. And uh, basically everything's interconnected with that. All of our, you know, nervous system. So it's like like nerves, right? It's like your brain, you know from what other stuff and you know makes sense because it's like a tree right like the roots right but it's inside of us and you know if you're missing an arm or whatever like you're missing parts the maps of your brain anyway you know like your hormones your nervous system your immune system your inflammation all that stuff runs through that you know so if you don't move guess what happens to those those uh those fibers you know they get hard and then stuff doesn't flow through your body the water doesn't flow through your body and then you start getting sick you know, you start having pain and it's just a signal to your brain like, hey, you need to move your thing. Hey, you need to think a change because something's not right, you know. Uh, but when you have pain, you're like, oh, I, I don't want to move. And so you like, that's what was happening to me. I was like, I have so much pain. Like, you end up like not wanting to do anything, you know, like being in bed. Um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, man. Me just telling the stories I've never like openly like kind of talked like I'm telling people now, you know, I want to be authentic. But uh, it's crazy, man, the situation I was in, you know, and uh didn't have to be like that. It never had to be like that. You know, I, I could have had tack fit in my life and, uh, you know, it would have been all good, you know, it would have been all good. And, and that was MS, but jujitsu, I see the same things, you know, like guys can't move. You know, it's just, it's all the right stuff, man. And, uh, yeah, I really, I really give my life to, of course, jujitsu, but all those also tack fit, connecting tack fit with jujitsu, but tack fit and just helping 
helping the world, you know, with, with this, this, this like amazing system. Is there any like focus on like myofascia release? Of course, of course, it's all in there. Everything's, it's the most complete thing out there. But like by another person, like doing it, like, like AR. You can do man, you can do manual. There's some things that are, there's some systems that I've, that I've done. Um, the, I, I like this, this group of, uh, stretch to win, you know, they're in Arizona. Like you can do manual therapy and it's like some, it's all, you know, it's, if it's right, it's like, it's going to be similar. Right. And so they do like all traction and just all the right stuff, you know, to create space, you know, create space because stuff gets glued together, right? You train, whatever gets thicker. And so you got to just pull it apart, you know, so stuff can travel freely through your body. I'm yeah. convinced of this because <laughs> I just, you know, I, 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 I went to Columbia and I got a pretty extensive stem cell therapy, um, just uh, like shoulder, knees, feet, back, discs in the back, IV therapy, like yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I feel like the stuff- Scotty, Scotty from On The Mat and Ed Clay, you know, in their hospital, they're all doing that. There's, you know, there's only cancer pretty much, but they're, they just partnered up with uh, the scientists and they're, yeah, they're going to have all that stuff there, which is right over the board. I just want to give a shout out because they're doing big work, you know? Yeah. You don't have to go to Columbia. You don't have to, it's right over the board. It's like so easy. I didn't realize it was that easy to just like pretty much just drive over depending on the time of the day. Right. Yeah. Get some tacos over there and yeah, get the yeah. best food right across the border. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scotty, I think he's doing good, great things. I talked to him when I was, okay. you know, making plans and, yeah. um, yeah, it's amazing to see um, he's doing a lot of good work, it looks like. Um, but, you know, I felt... Chips at Chips a Hospital. Chips Shout out, yeah. I uh, I started to feel, and I'm, I feel that the stem cell stuff is super legit, man. Like, it's... My body's definitely healing. On, um, uh, I feel stronger, but, I, but I've also noticed this, and this is why I'm getting excited to get into, like, the myofascia... Uh, tack release fit. And tack fit. Yeah. Because... Even after I got the therapy, I'm feeling perfect. I feel great. The, like sleep quality is yeah. great. Everything's feeling great. Yeah. I also started notice I started doing a little bit of boxing, mm. uh, and then I noticed, oh man, my foot is aching me. But I had, but it's not because of the foot. It's because I got a super tight calf that hasn't been worked out. And I start start poking around. It's like oh, I got these big lumps of like scar tissue that needs yeah, to be yeah, broken yeah, up. For sure, for so sure. there's things that like, maybe it's the fascia or the scar tissue, whatever it is, but it's causing joints to work harder. Hard yeah. Right. Right. And exactly. rub and yeah, like, right, exactly. And so you do all the movements in, in tack fit, you know, you do all the movements. And so, and of course there's like, you can, you, I, I think the trifecta is like, from my opinion, you know, like the movement, some kind of manual therapy like form, you know, and, uh, and also like the psychology, the, the studying like things, you know, because if you know, understand things like, you, you know, you do better, right. Your mindset. And cause that, that affects everything. Right. If you have the knowledge, Oh, that's what's happening. Oh, okay. Like more awareness. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think those three things, those facets really help you, uh, you know, it's funny, man, be, be your best. And you, you know, going back, but it's all included, man. It's, you know, like I, I hate to keep saying it, but it's like, it really blows my mind, you know, how, how advanced, how far ahead Scott was, you know, and is still, you know, Scott Sonnen with, with, with all the stuff, his, his work, his life's work. I'm just, yeah, and I'm so grateful that I get to, you know, support that, you know, so that's, that's something that, that's given me so much, you know, it's like jujitsu, you know, and so, but jujitsu gave me the mindset to be able to do this work. And he was a martial artist himself. He found his learning style through martial arts. And then he, you know, he's he, the way he is and, you know, he's able to basically create a martial art pretty much with, without fighting anybody, you know, just yourself. 
that's how I look at it, you know? And uh, it's just, yeah. It's what would you say else. is like the bigger, like uh, comparing it to like Genesca Natural? Mm. Like what would you it's say? It's just would? precise, very, very precise. It's all the right stuff, you know? It's very precise, you know? There's no like, oh, do like this. They're like random. It's like everything is thought out. And there's a there's more like strength training in there too. It's right? everything. Yeah. It's a, it's strength and mobility. Like I always talk with Robert Miller, our, our, our head coach here at the attack fit head coach, you know, we always talk about it, you know, and it's like, you know, for a jiu-jitsu guy, but I think overall with, for everybody, you want to be strong, but you want to be mobile. You don't want to lose your mobility because if you lose your mobility, you, you lose part of your life, you know, your life experience. More so it's like a balance, it. you know? Yeah. But it's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's that balance, you know? So attack fit gives you that. You get real strength, you know, the club belt training, it's real strength. There's a reason why, like, you know, it's been around. And you see, like, the old Persian and, and Indian wrestlers. I don't know if you saw that movie, Dangal, with the guy who has the daughters and they yeah, the wrestlers. Yeah, the good they one. even have a wooden one, you know, like, but there's a reason why they do those things, you know. And, and I, so he brought it, he brought it kind of from there, but he made it, he made it like, you know, out of, out of steel and the club bell, you know, he made the club bell. And because uh, your joints can get stronger. For example, you're talking about creating like um, stretching it out, right? It's, there's a lock, so create pulling your your. For example, like the club bell, you swing it, right? And so it's pulling your arm, your joints apart, and so you get stronger like that. And be, and your tendons, I did like a dissection, and you can see how it's your. I was like, how, what does a tendon look like? You know, you see a diagram in a book, and you know it's drawn a certain way. But it, I went and did the human, you know, the dead bodies, you know, uh, untreated cadavers. Yeah, yeah. And how it's like a ribbon, and it's like flat. It goes through the muscle. Okay, it goes through the, you know, to the to the to the muscle to the to the you know to the to the bone, right? And then you have the 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 ligaments, bone to bone. But it's crazy. It goes through the muscle belly, through the muscle, and into the bone you know and so all that stuff is connected so when you stretch out the connection to the bones you stretch out the ligaments everything's interconnected that starts to create the space it starts to release those those lumps it starts to get rid of all that and that's just through movement sometimes you're tired you want to just lay there and have somebody work on you and stretch you out that's cool too you know and i think that uh, that you know but it's all there it's all there do you Trust do me. any like uh, just straight like like some just stretching you know i uh i i we so the process right we do our into flow like our kind of warm-ups where you move all your joints and then uh you do a proper warm-up where you activate all the different muscles and different parts of your body right especially if you're working some certain certain things out you know but it's usually like total body anyway but we do a whole like that and then we do like the 20 minute workout for attack foot class for example and uh it's stress but just enough stress it's just like a precision you know and then you do a cool down. You stretch out after class. You turn off those muscles, just like we did in jiu-jitsu today. That's what I did today at, at the end of class, right? Mm -hmm. Is we turned off all those muscles that we used so you can recover because that way your like body a, that doesn't dynamic adapt. stretching or like as far as like, the, you know, the dynamic or static for, stretching. What do you, for, you know, for for example, like um, we use we use our grip and we use our, you know, it goes down the chain right to the lats and, you know, the neck, everything. So I usually kind of hit those parts, you know. And like our hips, right? We're we're like we flex, you know. We're like total flexion, right? So I hit all the muscles. For example, like for you to uh, stretch out your bicep, or your bicep's really tight, you know. When you flex your tricep, you know, when you flex like the opposite muscle, that turns off the bicep, you know. So say I did a bunch of bicep curls, and then you go home, and I get so sore. So if you flex like the tricep, you know, that kind of turns off. You can't flex your bicep, and mm -hmm. you know, so like uh, opposite kind of muscles. 
if I said that right, you know, but antagonistic muscles, you know? So, you know, for example, squeezing our butt to open up those hips, you know? Like we did the bridges at the end, right? That big bridge, because our hips are like inflection. And so we want to oh. open up those hips. And so that's why we squeeze the butt at the end. And also, and our had our elbows locked out because it's all interconnected. And so you become more aware and you start to study and all the information is there and it takes time. It's a process, it's a lifelong study for me, uh, for everybody, you know, you know, unless you're Scott, you know, Scott Sonnen still, I'm sure he's always studying, always learning stuff, you know, but, uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all there, man. It's all there. It's, it, yeah, it it's a way of life. It's yeah. a way of life. And it's, I'm grateful because I still have jujitsu and I can just make it better. You know, I can just improve it with yeah, all this I, stuff. I, I think I mean, I'm not here, obviously, to pump up tech fit, right? I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, I really do believe it is. Uh, it, it, it 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 it's almost like it has to. You have to have it. You yeah, know, no, if for sure. If you're going to be in this for nah. ten years, fifteen, it's your, and people know. Like you know, I, I was posting stuff, and then people they're still seeing it. There's something there, right? And then I say certain things, and they're like it resonates. Parts parts what I say is resonates with people like oh man I, I want to do that too and it's authentic you know i'm not i'm not i didn't get i didn't you know i'm involved business-wise with tax now but i did not get into it. i didn't want to get involved with it for for money financial reasons i do it because i believe in it i believe i do it because i believe what it can do for people i know what it's done for me so i want to give everything it's given me back and more you know that's one of the reasons why I was taking a look at it because I remember you were one of the first Americans you, you know, but this is like in the 90s or something like that. Yeah. You went to Brazil. No one really knew Brazilian yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, yeah. you some, you know, small little you know, group of people who watched yeah. the UFC might have known yeah. something, but I remember you, you, you were like, you saw something. You saw it, it was special and you were right because it's a global yeah. movement yeah, now, right. right? It's a global movement. So I, f I feel the same thing with TACFIT, you know, like, when I first did jujitsu, I was like, what are you doing? And I just followed my heart. I followed my instinct, you know, I followed my heart, you know, and, uh, and, uh, glad I wasn't wrong, you know, and look, look what's happened now with jujitsu around the world and with tack fit, it's been around since like the late nineties, but just didn't have the business stuff behind it, you know? And so that's what I feel the same thing and the technology, like it's not, it wasn't science, right? <laughs> but now all this stuff, nobody can say anything cause it is science. And so it's all the right time. The world's ready for it, you know, and I'm just so grateful that I get to do something that I really love so much and, you know, get to help people, you know, be their best. And you know. Yeah, I mean, we see this, I mean, how many times have I, mean, I went through this personally and then you see it just being in the positions we're on in the school where people, you know, they get, they fall in love with jiu-jitsu, then they say, oh yeah, I feel probably better if I get stronger and they yeah. start lifting weights before, yeah. you know, they're just injured. Right, 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 right. Just I, was, so I was watching, uh, what's his name, uh, Leandro Lowe, you know? doing some of the workout routines and sure enough his shoulder like just stuff started happening you know and that's, but, when, but when were you young right you don't we get away with this stuff. of course of course of course Recover but you start quick. to add the years on and yeah. then that's the, there you go you know it's like the formula yeah. to you know but you don't have to be it doesn't have to be like that you know going back to what you were saying about you know i moved down to brazil when i first came back from brazil and i started my gym i was like okay what do i call my gym like something martial arts because nobody knew what brazilian jiu-jitsu was yeah. They knew what karate, taekwondo was. Do I just call it like martial arts, blah, 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 you know? Or, Ground karate. Or do I, or yeah, or do I pretty, <laughs> all right, I could have like, right? Uh, that would have made more sense. <laughs> but I was like, no, I believe in this, you know? And so I called my gym like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. And I was like, you know, that's what I, 
That's what I called it. Just straight up the name, you know? And so when I did TACFIT, I was CrossFit certified. I was like, oh, I'll do CrossFit and then just teach TACFIT. And then I was like, it reminded me of those days. Like, no, I'm going to represent. And so I put a sign up right away because I knew, I knew, I knew this is the right stuff. You know, I'm just so grateful that I've had a second chance to really do it because the guy who, Scott Sonnen, who introduced me, right, the, the creator, and he trained me for one of my UFC fights for conditioning. And it had such a big influence on me that I never forgot. And the one big thing, I've said this story so many times, was I got thrown on my head. Somebody suplexed played me. It was I was training for one of my MMA fights. And I couldn't move my neck. You know, I was like so bad. And usually it's like 46 weeks. They talk about surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. And he was like, okay, do this movement. And uh, I did it. I got better in a week. Mm. I got better in a week. Uh, My first jiu-jitsu coach, he was a Navy SEAL. And after my first loss, my UFC loss, you know, uh, he's like, you need to get with this guy. I was like, okay, I trusted him, you know, okay. And he's always been ahead of his time a little bit too with things. He's always like studying things. I was like, okay. And so he knew, Scott knew me because I was, he was a grappler as well. And, uh, you know, the rest is history, you know. And uh, he saved the message. I called him. He saved that message, you know, it's like so eerie, you know, this, the, all these years go by and, uh, yeah, it was just meant to be, I think, you know, I think, and like somebody that you know, has given their life to martial arts to else have like a disability, if you want to call it that, you know, um, and then, you know, just it's funny how <laughs> to go works, all right? in into, into tack fit and then just be able to talk, talk the talk. Right. And, and walk the walk more importantly. Yeah. I think any jujitsu guys who, especially if you're like a teacher, should de- you got to take a look at this. I mean, you don't yeah. have to. You can do whatever you want, but I strongly suggest. <laughs> no, for sure, right? For sure. Why wouldn't you do it? Because you're already doing something, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I remember, look at the routines not, that we did back the best, in the day. Why not do the best version, yeah. Like, what, what, what were we taught to do? And I'm not talking crap because we're all just, you know, yeah, things we grow. Best, we are, yeah, we're yeah. evolving, but and, and we don't know what we knew. Uh, I mean, we, we, we know more, obviously, as we grow, hopefully. But... You do some level of warm up, right, and, yeah. or cool down yeah. or something. And uh, I know for me, I was doing like, why am I doing sit ups after my training? I don't. I, I'm not saying I'm not ta- trying to talk crap about people who do that. Maybe right. there's a benefit. I just don't. Know. But is it that the best thing I can do before after training? I would say there's better. Th- I think tech fit would be well, you, much uh, better. Right, that makes sense. What I'm telling you, like your flexion, so you're flexing more. Or do you want to turn off those muscles, yeah. right, so you can recover and have the liquids and stuff flow through your body like it's designed to do so your body can get nutrients so your joints can get nutrients so they can stay healthy or do you want (laughs) to overuse stuff misuse stuff disuse stuff you know your body the joints and the ligaments and you know everything else right the muscles like you said like about your calf right you had all these knots and scar tissue right yeah because it's sad man i've i've over the years i'm sure you've probably seen some people who are like very promising and you see that they love the art and they're growing and everything's good Uh, i'm like myself you know i couldn't do one push-up when i got into the ufc because my shoulders were so bad man (laughs) i was supposed to be in my prime i could not do one push-up i had to do like those hindu push-ups because i couldn't my shoulders are so bad i would you know i used to bench press really heavy and you know, not, not, you know, not the right way, you know, go heavier than I should be. And just, you know, just not training the right way that I'm the classic, <laughs> I'm the perfect <laughs> example, you know, of, you know, so, you know, I wish I would have found time for it earlier. And so that's my mission. You know, I want to, I want to share it with the world. I want people, my friends to do it. Like all my black, my friend, Alshonda, who's, he tapped out Jacques Ray, who was like, you know, top black belt and he couldn't train jujitsu anymore. His lower back would always hurt him. 
And so I started showing him some of the flows and some of the tack foot things. And he started doing it. And guess what? He started training again. He's training like every day. He started competing. He's also, he's a musician, you know, Shanji. He has, he actually made the song for the podcast, you know? Oh, cool. It's called Freedom, you know? Oh, and cool. It's, it's, uh, I get to help my friends, you know? Uh, I get to help, you know, everybody, right, with this stuff. So I'm just, I'm grateful that I have, you know, the opportunity. I feel like a, a sales that we're selling, but, you know, it's it's yeah, it's, we're, it's real, we're, you know. It's like a tech fit infomercial of this one. Huh? Yeah, it's all good, you know, it's all good. <laughs> no, but I, 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 I'm I'm happy because, uh, yeah, man, uh, it, it, I'm really, it, it's so much of that yin-yang logo in martial arts, yeah. like in life, right, balance. Uh, when you're so down, when your body has failed you and you can't use it, it's so depressing, yeah. but, but it's so uplifting when you, when you, when you find that you get the belief back in the body's ability to heal itself again. Right. And when you see that, Oh, I, I actually can do some things to correct some patterns that actually make me feel much better. Yeah. I think that is like the, that blew my know, mind. Right. I, I couldn't believe that I, you know what? I can heal myself through movement. I was like, what, you know, like I thought, you know, I needed like surgery, surgery or, you know, any drugs, you know? Yeah, I'm like, what? Making him? Yeah, oh, okay, all right. And that was that had such a big impact on me. I never forgot it. And here I am, you know. Here I am. Like I get to, you know, spread right, spread the the love, be a part of that. You know, we have an amazing team of international coaches and like, man, top of the food chain people. And there's a reason why you, it attracts such quality people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a reason. So, yeah, I'm just grateful that I get to be a part and 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 see the growth of it. You know. Over the next few years, yeah, I'm happy to uh, be an observer, man, and seeing everything. Be a part, man. Yeah. Be a part, you know. Be yeah, hopefully, part. I'm working sure. on it. I want to. Sure. I want to make sure my my my, uh, my uh, movements are sharp. Yeah, well, it's a process, right? And yeah. I left, you know, I'm, I got your back, you know. Be be with you. I want. I wanted to just say, like, what well, was I think it was I went for a tack fit, uh, like a cert, you know, to Chicago a few times, right? Workshop yeah. and a cert, and you know, always pick me up and you showed me around Chicago, yeah. you know. And it was amazing. You, know, like you grew up in Chicago, and I used to love Michael Jordan. You know, yeah, I used yeah. to watch him, and I was like, you used to tell me stories about you know <laughs> the Bulls, and just growing up in that era. You know, uh, yeah. watched the Last Dance too, like recently, yeah. and just brought all those memories. Watching my kids, you know, yeah. and uh, I always have good memories, you know, because of that. You know, just kind of connecting jujitsu and just all my the yeah. life experiences in a way, you know. <laughs> and luckily, it wasn't like freezing. I thought it was summer, I think, right, or spring yeah, or something. Yeah. So it was nice, nice weather. Yeah. But uh, we gotta get you back out again, man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. And thank you, man. Thank you for all the work that you do. You know, you. I mean, I have you know the deepest respect for you and any family, you, you know, for the work that you've been doing for so long. And uh, we're on the same, the same wavelength, you know, the same vibe, vibration, you know, of helping people, helping our community. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you, man. Thank yeah, you for your friendship. We'll keep it going and, um, you know, keep doing our best. That's it. That's all we can do, right? Thank you, my brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh. <laughs>